Thanks for listening to this podcast from The Holy Talk. Email holytalkpodcast at gmail.com for more information. Welcome to the Holy Talk uh, podcast and uh, YouTube and Zoom and all of it. How are you doing, uh, Rabbi Tully? Good, Danny. How are you doing? Good to see How you. How doing? Welcome Great to, to see you. Listeners. Welcome to all the listeners that are listening to and all the means that you listen to. Uh, Rabbi Tully, uh, Israel, doing good. Uh, any news for our people out here in the States on Israel? Israel is uh, getting in, moving in the right direction. Um, I know that last week I had my uh, third grader go back to school. This week, my fifth grader went back to school. The newspaper today said next week, all of the kids are going back to school. So we're headed in the right direction. God willing, we will just continue to move there and he should just protect us. How about America? Um, Ohio is not moving in the right direction, <laughs> but we're hoping and praying that it does start catching up and moving to the wrong. Uh, we had like the highest day uh, with 12,000 cases uh, two days ago. So, um, you know, we had 8,000 yesterday, um, but we hoping, you know, the kids, are, our kids are out of school. So our kids, they took them all out of school. So we have all our kids online. Um, but we hoping and we moving, um, you know, uh, we moving into the Thanksgiving season. And, and so there's a lot to be grateful and thankful for, even through this uh, uh, time of pandemic. Um, I think uh, people are taking a little bit more serious now. And so we, we, I would say, hopefully we are going to be moving into the right direction and we can, uh, uh, you know, as Israel is leading us, we can <laughs> take that direction and go the right way. Yeah. Yeah. I hope so. And um I know that, uh, well, we have a very inspiring Torah portion. Um, in one, one of my favorites, Rabbi Tuli. This is one of my, when I look at all the Genesis and I look at this story and I look at how uh, it's sandwiched in between the blessing of Jacob and, uh, and also, you know, Jacob's changed his name, which we're going to hit on next, next time. But this is one of my favorite portions of, uh, of Torah studies. Um, and definitely want to hear your take on it and, and really want to dig into it. Yeah. So it's uh, Genesis 28, starts with verse 10. In Hebrew, it's called Vayetze, which means, and he went out and he left. And uh, it, it's the story of Jacob running away from his brother, Asav, uh, in Hebrew, Asav or Esau. He runs away. And, um, and I mean, the, it goes right, it, let's start reading there from the beginning in verse 10. Jacob, Yaakov left Beersheba and he set out for Haran. So what was Haran? We know that that's where his, uh, his mother came from, Rebecca came from, and she wants her son Jacob to go to uh, her family, you know, to kind of um, find some refuge with her family. And uh, Haran is not in Israel, it's, um, it's actually like in, you know, Mesopotamia, maybe Iraq, maybe. Um, and um, and uh, it was a big capital back then. Abraham, you know, kind of journeyed through there as yeah. well. So it was a, an important city. Um, and of course, on his way, 
you want to take over the story? What happens on his way? Uh, so he came to a certain place, uh, and that's I love that because I think we're going to hit that right there, and I'm going to let you hit the certain place and stay there all night because the sun had set, and he took one of the stones of that place and put it at his head, and that's a very important thing. Again, under, when I say that, underline those important uh, places. And he lay down into the place to sleep. Then he dreamed, and behold, a ladder was set up uh, on the earth. And a lot of people call this Jacob's ladder. You know what I mean? As we read this, um, and I think we do it in both sides, the Jewish and Christians look at this as, you know, a lot of folks uh, describe this as Jacob's ladder. So what's happening here in this dream is so important uh, to Israel and to the faith and to the Christian faith. Um, and then he dreamed, and behold, a ladder was set up on the earth, and its top reached to heaven, and there the angels of God were ascending and descending on it. I'm going to stop there because you can just say so much on that, um, Rabbi Tuli. So uh, the place there, Rabbi Tuli, uh, I know there's been a lot of talks, a lot of speculations. Um, you did a great writing here in your, and I want you to read that. Uh, and if you haven't received your Bible, please go get your Bible, um, the Israel Bible. And I think, Rabbi Tuli, you can take the place there, and then I'll talk a little bit more after that. Well, um, so thank you, Danny. Yeah, he arrived in the place. And, um, and so actually what I like about this comment here, it's in the Israel Bible on page 71. So um, this is actually a, a study note from one of the sermons um, from my, of my grandfather, actually. Oh, wow. Yeah. So we quote Rabbi David Savsky, who was uh, my mom's father, and um, he was the rabbi of the synagogue in Columbus in, uh, on College Avenue, um, where it's called Beth Jacob Congregation, where I grew up going there every, every, day, every day, every week. And uh, when he passed away, it, I became the rabbi at that same congregation. Um, wow. And so when we prepared the Israel Bible, it was really important to me to try to include some of my grandfather's teachings in, uh, in our study notes. And so here, what he said is that if you look very carefully at the Hebrew grammar, so, so it says that he encountered the place. Um, but, you know, it's a, it's a little bit hard to sort of, uh, I'm not a grammar teacher, so like, so, you know, <laughs> but there is sort of, in, in English, it doesn't even really translate so well because the, in Hebrew, there's like vowels and prefixes, prefixes and suffixes, and it's, you know, uh, so you kind of have to just go with me, just trust me on that. <laughs> In Hebrew, it doesn't mean he encountered a place, but he encountered the place, the, the place. place. Yes. And yes. That's born out in the in the words there. Um, but so, what is the place? That what does it mean? He encountered the place. So, if you look at a map, um, Beersheba is in the south of Israel, and remember, he's going to Haran, which is north you know, past Syria. Um, I don't know if it's in Iraq or it's either in Iraq or Syria. I was just looking at the map. It's either in, in Iraq or Syria, but it's north of Israel. So he was going 
journeying from the south to the north and, you know, going straight through Jerusalem, straight through Jerusalem. And yeah. so based on that, you know, like the, the commentators explained that, you know, what was the place that he encountered? So it was the same place that was an important location already in his family. Remember, his father is Isaac, his grandfather is Abraham. And what was the place that Abraham and Isaac had this like very, very important encounter? That was, of course, the Temple Mount, Mount Moriah in yes. Jerusalem. And so it's not uh, mentioned explicitly, but it's certainly alluded to very clearly if you're sensitive to that. Um, and so um, he basically was, like what my grandfather said was that he was attracted. It was like a, like a magnet that pulled him, uh, that pulled him to that location. I love that. And when he's there, he, you know, the sun's going down and that's where he rests for the night. And, um, and of course, he has this prophetic experience and this famous dream. I love the, the, when I read it, uh, as I was studying it, uh, last week, Rabbi Tuli, wait, I, I, and I didn't know this was your grandfather. I probably, you probably told me before and I just didn't know. Um, I love that gravitational pull. Like there was, there was a, there was a pulling because it almost, uh, it, it plays into the, the understanding that there's a pulling also from heaven. Right. And so not only was he drawn there, but heaven was drawn to that place. Right. And so he was drawn to that same place. Heaven is also drawn to that place. So you have this duality of drawing of God drawing to man and man drawing to God, which, which is, which leads me to Genesis one, uh, where we studied earlier, uh, in the Torah portion, when we started, uh, one of the words that you taught me so well is that word first word, uh, Bereshit, right. Right. That, that in the beginning, right. And so Genesis one, the whole Genesis one, Bereshit, right. Uh, and I think I, I don't know where I've learned this from Rabbi Tuli. It may have been one of your videos or one of the videos of, of, of some in studying the Hebrew language that there's the number two, right? The numerical number two. And some folks say that the, the reason that it starts with the numerical number two is because you have the two worlds colliding, the heavens and the earth colliding. And, and God or Hashem is always making provision to saying, I'm always going to come and meet with man. I'm always going to make a way to meet with man. And I love that. Not only that Jacob was being drawn there, but it's also from the beginning of Genesis. God is always going to draw the man. He's always going to draw man to himself. And I love that picture because it's a synergy of saying, come closer. I'm going to come closer to you. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, um, there's another really interesting in the very next verse in, uh, in verse 12. So he has this dream about um, a ladder or um, with, uh, with planted on the ground with its, with its top reaching into the sky. And so it's interesting because it said that there were angels of God that were going up and going down, right? Yes. But, but again, like if you, if you look very, if you pay close attention, so it, this is a ladder from heaven to earth from from earth down to heaven so you would expect that the angels wouldn't be going 
They wouldn't be up, up first. They wouldn't be going up first. Right. So they were. It's, they should be coming down, right? Yeah. And then going up. Right. You've noticed that? Yeah, yeah I did. I did. Yeah, I did. Mm -hmm. yeah, they were ascending first, not so descending. Okay. So again, like the from the Jewish perspective, the the commentaries jump all over this and you say, well, what's going on? Because we know that, you know, angels, at least we would expect them to be in the heavens and they should be descending and then ascending. Why are they <laughs> ascending first? And so there's another beautiful explanation that um, because these are, you know, again, he's on his way from basically the holiness of Israel the land of Israel, and he's going to now be outside of the land of Israel. He's going to be leaving the protection of Israel. And so it's sort of the angels of Israel that are ascending, that are that are with him and that are with everybody here in Israel. We all have this sort of protective angels that are Israel angels. And so those angels go up, and then there's like a new set that accompanies him and protects him outside of the land on his journey that's so powerful so anyone and so it takes you to when you say that it takes you to the protection of all those um jews that were you know exiled from the land right as they come as they were away from the land right until 1967 right the protection of these angels or the protection they were protecting them as they were out but they were again that drawing back to that temple mouth, that drawing back into that place where uh, you and I stood and we prayed, you know what I mean, on, on this side of the wall, right? That's where the wall is at, right? But we prayed the important holy place uh, to Israel as, as and, and as uh, God keeps on drawing people. And I love that he was protecting them outside, but he draws them back in. And so God is always connecting with his people, no matter where they at on the earth, no matter where, you know, they were drawn out to for exile. They were coming back because God was always choosing them as his people. And they always got, it was almost saying, God saying, I have your back no matter where you go. Out Inside this protection, outside of protection, I'll send the angels. And I love that explanation. I've heard that explanation. I love that explanation. I love to explain it that same way, Rabbi Tudor, because God was moving here. Because remember, Jacob's going to experience into it transformation of his name but god had to really plant this place first to let everyone understand you'll be back here but as you're gone i have you but you're coming back here because this is my place where i place my name uh at so i love that yeah yeah and it's like really you know such an important part that place that that temple mount jerusalem is is so important to the jewish people because it's uh, it just appears over and over again at the most pivotal um, moments of the genesis of the of the people yeah. of Israel, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob. They're all drawn to that place, and you know w the Jewish people, like you just said, are have always been drawn back to Jerusalem, and uh, you know to this very day we're so really fortunate to be able to. Uh, just, you know, jump in our car and be there in a couple of minutes and pray there like Jacob prayed there, like Abraham prayed there, like Isaac prayed there. And um, and I think that is something that the world doesn't always appreciate how important it is to the Jewish people. Jerusalem, it's not just another city. You know, why don't, you know, we just make Tel Aviv our, 
our capital and, uh, you know, and not get anybody uh, upset because this is our place. Jerusalem yes. is our place. And God wants us to be there. And God wants us to be praying there. And, uh, and so, like, you know, rather than trying to pull the Jewish people away from our place, so, you know, the world, there are, there are, there are people in the world, there are nations in the world who are trying to pull the Jewish people away from our place. And then there are nations of the world and there are people, individuals, leaders who are trying to make sure that the Jewish people know our place and to try to help us ensure and secure our connection to Jerusalem. And it's like a battle that is going on today, you know, today. It's like it's in the news all the time. Uh, in terms of, uh, you know, the status of Jerusalem. And there's even talk now with a, a new administration and like maybe they're gonna want to move the embassy from Jerusalem back to Tel Aviv or, you know, like what is the status of Jerusalem? But I, it seems like, you know, if we just talk about the news for a moment that, um, you know, that, that the Trump move of the embassy to Jerusalem is God willing going to going to last. And it's not something yeah. you know that the Biden administration is going to probably want to undo a lot of, you know, Trump's uh, initiatives, but they're not, at least it doesn't seem like they're going to be talking about moving the embassy out of Jerusalem. So that's, that's really important and that's really appreciated. Um, and, you know, I, I just want to you know, say that there's been like Israel has been kind of coming to grips with the the end of this um, Trump administration, which has really just mm -hmm. been so friendly to Israel. And um, but now that, you know, Israel is kind of, again, like getting more comfortable with the, a new sheriff in town and, and a yeah, yeah. president-elect Biden. So, um, you know, people who have been working with him over the long time that he's been in the Senate are really, uh, you know, saying good things about him. And he's always been, uh, you know, he's always been supportive of Israel and uh, the people who he seems to be surrounding himself now, the foreign policy, um, people who he's appointing now also, you know, seem to be people who see Israel as uh, as the good guys and not as the not as the bad guys. So, um, you know, God willing, um, just like the last four years have been, uh, America has been pushing the Jewish people towards Jerusalem. We just we hope and pray that that continues, um, you know, in the in the coming years as well and and to that point yeah it's one of the first things i did uh rabbi Tuli. i looked into his foreign policy when it came to israel like as soon as i knew that biden was going to be president i was like let me just go look and i i searched the same thing and that's what we as christians you know this is where i call upon our christian brethren our christian brethren to israel and our christian brethren to our jewish jewish brethren this is where we pray right this is where we continue to pray that god's hand is upon the administration, that God's hand is upon all the decision makers, that God's protection continually, because we know he's going to protect Israel, but 
uh, you know, they, they, like Psalms tells us, continue to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. We continue to pray uh, that God's hand is on everything and that that will last, right? That 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 movement of the embassy will last. That 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 alliance and that uh, that free uh, that freedom that we see that Israel should have continues to last on the hearts of those who are in leadership here in America, because we are a strong ally um, and and we can we need uh, we that needs to continue to happen, right? That 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 ally force between America and Israel. So uh, I call upon the Jewish people and I call upon also the Christian people that are listening to us right now. This is the time to pray. This is the time to just. Uh, you know, send prayers to the Lord. Uh, I, I'm praying uh, uh, Psalms 22, uh, Rabbi Tuli. When I saw this, the Jacob's Ladder reminded me of Psalms 22, where it says that God dwells on the praises of Israel, that God inhabits the praises of Israel. And like this, this gravitation as we praise, as we worship God, Hashem, he just inhabits and he comes and he protects. And so that's the continued prayer. Um, and, you know, I know we're running out of time here, but if you continue to read that as you was talking about it, if you continue to read this, we don't have time to read the whole thing, but if you read it, 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 it reiterates that this is the place, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, then verse, from his dream. Yeah, he says, yeah verse 16. Oh, how, how awesome is this place, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, or in 16, he wakes up, surely God is in this place and I did not know it. How awesome is this place? Again, in Hebrew, it's, Makom, Makom, that place, the place, the place, you know, and uh, so, um, yeah. And I'm going to, I'm going to read verse 17, because it's one of my favorite verses to read to people when people are asking me, should I go to Israel? <laughs> I always read this one. And he was afraid and said, how awesome is this place? This is none other than the house of God. And this is the gate of heaven. I mean, that to me is incredible. Uh, that it was say that, and this is the gate of heaven, right? And then Jacob rose early in the morning. So I tell folks, you know, you, you know, should you go to Israel? <laughs> well, it's the gateway. You go to that Temple Mount, to the place where Jacob prayed and our forefathers prayed, and you'll feel so close to God, like many of us have prayed when we've gotten there and felt so close to God. Yeah, yeah, and we also learned something else today that. You know, Israel has its special angels, and uh, certainly, That's beautiful. Certainly, when you land here, you know, on an airplane, so those angels accompany you as well in this place. But I think that you know you could expand that, and if you're somebody whose heart is connected with Israel, and you're praying about Israel, and you're thinking about Israel, no matter where you are, you are attracting those angels, the Israel angels, with you. So um, we learn a lot I of agree. beautiful beautiful ideas from uh, this week's Torah portion and uh, it's good to be back with you and we have a lot of oh. good ones coming up next starting with next week as well yes I agreed uh, it this is just what some of my favorite uh, uh, talks and teachings Rabbi Tuli uh, I'm going to leave my email address Rabbi Tuli you want to leave your email address so that folks can get a hold of you and we asking folks please if you listen to us get a hold of us give us ideas on how to Continue communication with you. So, Rabbi Tuli, you want to give your email sure. ad address? Yeah, email me at Rabbi Tuli at Israel365.com. And you can email me at holytalkpodcast uh, at gmail.com. I know a lot of people don't like to use Gmail, but use it anyway, holytalkpodcast <laughs> uh, uh, at gmail.com. And uh, I'm looking forward to next week's tour portion. Rabbi Tuli, thank you so much for taking some time and, uh, and getting in and teaching us about the angels uh, of Israel. All right, shalom.
Shalom. Thanks for listening to this podcast from The Holy Talk. Email holytalkpodcast at gmail.com for more information.